Lifestyle choices and environmental factors impact your brain health and the physiology and psychology of your mental health. When you're ready to turn your brain on to get your game on, listen to In Your Head Radio. Now here's your host, Lee Richardson. So thanks for joining us today. We have got a rocking show. We have got Bobby Williams, and Bobby is a studio manager and a group fitness performer at Lifetime Athletic at Premier Place. Over her 15-year tenure at Lifetime, she has motivated, encouraged, and empowered members, and I'm certainly one of them, through many classes, but she's most recognized for her most popular class offering, Dance Jam. Bobby can get her Dance Jam on. Bobby believes that healthy living not only incorporates physical activity, but also emotional and mental health. Bobby, thank you so much for being with me today. It is my pleasure, Lee. Thank you. Well, you know, it, it's so natural to me because dance is just, it's with us from the very beginning of life. You know, I can remember the first slow dance that I had in junior high, and it, it was magical. And you think about, you know, you get married and the music that you pick to play at your wedding is so special. And then I can remember having a kid on each hip, having twins and rocking them around, trying to calm them and soothe them down. So, I mean, dance is just such a natural part of our life. Absolutely. And and music, as you said, you know, is a big part of our lives as well. Um, and just dancing is an expression of how we um, hear that music and, and how we perceive that that music. Well, so to dance like you dance, Bobby, you must come out of the womb dancing. So how did you get into it? Well, no, I did not come out of the womb dancing, Lee, but thank you. Um, I um, actually was a, a fitness instructor uh, teaching a lot of different formats, strength formats, cardio formats, but not at all dance. I heard about this thing called Zumba, and I saw it, and I thought there's no way I would ever teach something like that, um, and that should have just triggered me, and I should have known at that point that I would. <laughs> Be careful what you say you won't do, right? Um, and there was a wonderful uh, instructor that we had here, and she was also the manager, and she was a former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Uh, she taught an amazing Zumba class. And at that time, uh, this club was called Premier Place, or Premier Club, I think it was. And she was, she was incredible. And I would watch her, but like most onlookers, you know, you look and you go, oh, I could never do that. Oh, that's just, my body doesn't move like that. I've heard that so many times, right? Um, and I would go on and do whatever on the treadmill or teach my classes or do classes myself. And lo and behold, she ended up leaving. And there were six Zumba classes on the schedule that needed to be filled. I immediately started, you know, running. I'm like, no, because I know they're going to ask me. For some reason, I, I was like, I knew that they were, they were going to ask me to do this. And sure enough, they did. And I said, I really can't. I can't do it. Like, and, of course, the manager, the general manager at the time said, yes, you can. Let, do it. You're going to get in there. You're going to do it. Don't worry about it. You'll be fine. And Lee, for the first, I want to say three months that I taught the class, it was twice a week. I cried on my way to teach the class because I was so nervous, and I cried after the class because it was so bad. I was trying to be her. I was trying to be this Dallas Cowboy, former Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. She loved uh, merengue and all the Latin songs, 
which I didn't even know at that point how to salsa, right? So I was just lost, and I was trying to be her. And it wasn't until one day I said, you know, I have to try to be me and be the best dancer that I could be. Now, of course, you know, when I was young, you know, five, six, you know, you're in dance classes. I used to be an ice skater. But those are different things than actually teaching a dance jam class. So I, I just had to find my, find my own dance personality, if you will, my own alter ego, um, and make it my own because I could not be her um, just like she, she, can't, she couldn't be me. So that is kind of, that was the start of uh, me doing this incredible class with these incredible members called Dance Jam. That's so insightful, Bobby, because I can't tell you how many times I've heard you scream out on the microphone, just do it your way. Be you. Do it your way. Now I know where that came from. (laughs) Right. You're not, I don't want anyone to look the same in Dance Jam. You know, I always say we celebrate diversity in dance styles, right? It's okay that I don't. I can't look the way you look when you dance, and you can't look the way I look. And, and it goes for everybody. Be you. It's, you're unique, and you're diverse. And be you and express yourself the way you want to express yourself. Well, I have to kind of share a, a, a story that I really haven't shared before, and that is when Bobby's on stage, when I first started doing Dance Jam, I, you know, I didn't cry, but I just kicked myself in the tail. Ugh, you're horrible. And Bobby would stand up there, and I really thought she was talking to me. She would say, get out of your head. And I thought, oh, she's talking to me. I know she is. Well, she was talking to everybody in the room. But at that point in time, it was all about me. But, you know, I realized, I'm in my head. I'm in my head. I've got, you know, and that's where the name of this radio show came from, In Your Head. Um, And that's when I thought, ooh, that'd be a good name for my radio show. But... And once I did start to get out of my head, I got a little bit better. And, you know, this amazes me, Bobby, because we've learned so much about dance. And I just read a study the other day about how dancing reduces depression. So think about it. There are 350 million people worldwide that suffer from depression. They're using medication. They're using counseling. They're using psychotherapy. What the study showed is that dancing focuses on body movement and emotional expression, and this helps to alleviate the symptoms of depression. I mean, and who can't dance no matter where they are? Absolutely, Lee. That's so great. Uh, I really believe that movement is medicine, right? And there are times that just all you have to do is just have the courage to take that step. And I say that as kind of a, you know, take that step to step into the class, but also take that step um, and and a, a dance step, right? It can be, you can be as loud and as big as you want to when you're dancing, or you can be as minute and and committed as as you would like to when you're dancing, but movement is is medicine. And, and I, I know in my life over, you know, the time I've taught this class, I have seen that working and to get out of my head during the day, um, and uh, you know, because I, I also am a manager and I do administrative work, that's really tough to do. That's what I love about my job is I combine the administrative work with going and interacting 
and dancing or, or, or teaching a sculpt class or, or whatever it is, correct? Like, it's just, it gets me out of my head because that way I have to give back and I have to get whatever I'm thinking about what's ever on me, I have to let it go, I have to throw it down, and I have to just move because movement is, is medicine, just one, all you have to do is just take that first step and then just keep going one step at a time. Well, you know, and movement is a language. It's communicative. It's expressive. Um, movement just, it's everything. And the, the brain, the brain needs movement to be healthy. Yes, I completely agree. And you see the studies on uh, dancing and how it helps with dementia and, and different things. It, it truly is fascinating when you look at it. And I know that from the surface level, yeah, I feel so, when I first started seeing people dancing and, and dancing, not, you know, big, the Zumba craze, I was, I, I, I'm embarrassed at how I reacted to it. I was like, oh, my gosh, you know, what are they doing? But now I'm like, oh, my gosh, that was so good. And why didn't I jump in then? I could have been such a better instructor by now, right? But um, it, it really just takes that, the, the confidence, right, the, to just step in, or the courage sometimes, just, just to step in, move, and the feeling that you get afterwards, maybe not after your first class, as you talked about, Lee, <laughs> you know, you do have to get out of your head. And there, like I said, there is some courage that you do need um, to, to step into that first dance class. But once you do and you start getting the moves and your confidence builds, I literally see people's body language change as they dance. It's, it's truly incredible. Well, and body language is such an important way that we communicate. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are correct. Yeah. But, you know, it, there's dancing and then there's dancing. I mean, I'm a psychotherapist. I'm a neurotherapist. You're a dance movement therapist because we're all focusing on the same thing. And the way that you read the, the class and the way you communicate with the class, I mean, I'll, I'll hear you say something. And I'll say, huh, I might try that, um, you know, because you get people's attention. And a lot of people don't don't believe in themselves but when you shout when you shout out way to go lee you know it's like oh okay yeah and i i do you know everybody's going through something i i really believe that Uh, everybody is either in a storm you're about to go in a storm or you just came out of a storm there's always something going on in people's lives always including mine and when I say get out of your head, sometimes I'm not saying that just to you guys. I'm talking to myself as well, right? Because I want to be available for you, and I want you guys to be available and open to what I have to say, even though it's a lot of cueing, and it's a lot of grapevines, and it's a lot of jumping, and sometimes you're out of breath, and it's sometimes you're, uh, you know, what's going on here, right? What's the next song? And all these different things. But really, from just uh, gaining that emotional, just knowing how to express your own internal world just through an hour-long dance class. That's all I'm asking you to do. And I always say there are things that I do in this class. Please know I do not go home and dance like this. <laughs> you know, this is not, uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't do that. This is not um, truly, th- this is me expressing myself and, and what I'm going through. We have songs that empower people, right? The the songs that you know about you know saluting women in the room. We have songs about um, you know having confidence when you're stepping into a meeting. 
you know, being a boss. You know, we have songs that are about, why don't you call me anymore, um, that are in Spanish, that <laughs> that I had to have translated. I did not know that. So if you're thinking, what is that song? It, it, yeah, it doesn't say actually that, but there are songs of love lost. There are so- songs of love gained. There are songs of, of confidence. There are songs of, of, there are all types of songs in that hour-long remix that I do that allow you to express whatever you're going through because everybody's going through something. And my goal is to get you out of your head, have you express yourself through dance, and get it off. Whatever it is you need to get off your chest, do it through dance. What a perfect medium. Well, you know, and we've talked a lot about the emotional aspect, but dance can also create a good environment for cognitive development. I mean, it improves your brain function. It boosts your memories. I think you mentioned to me the other day about a study that you had seen that it reduces the risk of dementia. Absolutely. Um, And especially with the intricate choreography that we do um, and and. What's what's funny about that, though, I you kid, and I know you can relate to this, Lee, I can play a song that we've been doing for three years, but if you guys don't hear my voice behind it, you think, oh, wait, I don't know what to do next, when you do, right? You, do, you know exactly that next is going to be the salsa side to side, right? But it's, it's that, that challenge to the brain of, wait, I don't need to hear Bobby's voice. I know next is salsa. It, it, it's boosting your mental health, right, and also your mental endurance because there are a lot of moves that we do within that hour time frame of Dance Jam. Oh, there are, and and actually I will say since I've started doing Dance Jam, my spatial memory has really improved a lot. Um, You know, it's funny because, like, I've been in ICU twice with brain injury, and turning around in in a circle makes me dizzy. And so there are things that I'm like, mm, not today, you know, um, but it's, it's all about, and, and I don't let that bother me. I figure out what else to do instead of turning around in a circle, you know, but when I think about how my spatial memories improved, I think even my motor cord, I think my coordination has improved overall. Absolutely. And that goes back to when I say make it your own, right? You don't, you don't have to do every single move. Um, I think of, um, we have a member that does the class who is in her mid-70s, I want to say, and she doesn't do every single move that we do because she physically cannot do it, but she's still moving, right? She's still, she doesn't do every turn. She doesn't do every jump, but you go, you have that, and then completely different end of the spectrum, I have people that take the class that want to try out to be a Dallas Mass dancer. You know, that it, it, it is just, it's so great that you can literally take, a, take dancing and just make it your own and, and turn it into exactly what you want it to be. Well, you know, it's interesting because at the Brain Performance Center, we do, we create neuroplasticity in the brain. We, we create cognitive stabilization. And, but I'm always looking for things to tell people that they can do when they're on their own, because it's all about creating self-regulation and you need to learn how to do that on your own. And I'm amazed at how we've learned what you combine exercise and sensory enrichment. And that's all done during a dance. You're actually improving your neuroplasticity. Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes total sense. Um, And that's, I think that's something that we, 
we take for granted on some level. We don't we don't necessarily think of it in that deep of a term, right? But it's absolutely true. Well, and we don't because, you know, we think, I think, I know I used to just think of dancing as fun. And then I realized, well, dancing also is a form of exercise. And there's nothing, you know, laughter and fun, I think those are two very important as- aspects of it. And to have that much fun and to work up that good a sweat, you can't beat it. Absolutely. And I and I do say um, before, not every class, but I do remind people, don't take yourself so seriously. This is not Dancing with the Stars. We are not, you know, this isn't the Sharks versus the Jets. We are not doing, you know, we're not, um, we're not in a dance-off. Right? This is simply um, strengthening your heart, your lungs, your endurance, um, cardiovascularly, you're getting stronger, and also creating community because it is a group, so social skills are being developed as well. So it, there's so much more to the layers of just the therapy portion of it. You're also, like as you said, getting the, the physical benefits as well, which is it's just icing on the cake. But, you know, you bring up a really good point, and that is community, because it is something that you get to know people when you're when you're waiting for class to start. And, you know, boy, if somebody's going to be late, they'll text you, hey, go put two towels down on my spot. Make sure that my spot's there. Okay, I'll help you out. But you do. You do build a sense of community. And it's a I've been working out every day for long, more years than I would care to admit. And most classes you can kind of go in and out of on more of a singular level. But in the dance gym, you really connect with who you stand with. I can remember when I first started, I wanted to stand behind this girl. She she was much younger than I am, but very nice and this blonde. And I just liked the way she moved. So I just I couldn't see you because the floor is so crowded. So I just wanted to stand behind her and watch her. Not that I wanted to be her, but she inspired me. She motivated me. Absolutely. Um, yeah, community is a, is a huge part of group fitness. And while I was drawn to it from the beginning, I'm an only child, and um, I, I didn't have a big family like like a lot of people. So I always wanted, a, you know, a family or a community. I, I was always drawn to that aspect. Um, that's why I, I like group fitness. I do personal training, but very little um, because I, I love community. I love I love the boutique community. I could tell, like I, I think I said it the other day in class, is that a new? I was looking at a member and I said, "Oh, are those new?" Oh yeah, I can see. I love it when I can tell that people have. Um, that's how close I am because I know we see each other all the time. Like that's new. I've never seen that before. I would have recognized it. And she was like, "How do you know this stuff?" Because I and it's not a. It's not anything about, about me. It's more just about our community and how close knit uh, we are. I think the only time community goes goes a little bit gets a little challenging is when you want to compete. Like, you know, and I always say we don't compete, we complete. We're not competing with one another. Once again, this is not a dance-off, okay? We are completing and we are a community. Um, if you want to want you stay in your dance lane, if you want to dance like her, and you, you probably won't, but find a way to dance like you and make sure that you are a unique part of that community and you don't get yourself frustrated 
by trying to be something that really that you're not. That's just not going to happen. For I, at least I know that I went through that frustration as I was trying to be somebody else when I started teaching. So I know it happens when people come in and then they see the you know the front row dancers and they're going, I can't do that, and it's, it's okay. But slowly, as people start and they stick with it. And that community is built. I introduce them to a couple people. I talk to them. I encourage them. I high-five them. And then I call, I call them out. The next time, they, they move up one row and one row. And you can just see their confidence. And once again, that body language piece, it just it, it starts to shine a little bit more. And before you know it, they're not only on the second row, they're like, hey, I want to come on stage for a song, which is just to see that growth. Uh, it, it just makes me feel so proud and happy. Well, you know, you brought up a really interesting point. We're not competing, we're completing. But I think that your background, you did ice skating. I mean, you have been in a situation where you did compete. And I think that's what helps you to see, you know, and you you walk that fine line. You certainly encourage, you certainly push people to their to their limits. But there's a fine line and you know when not to go over it. That's very important, reading people, yes, very, very important, because you have to encourage, you know, but also challenge and know where that line is. It's a, and there are several times, it just comes with time, several times I cross the, the, the challenge, you know, challenge someone line, and I had to learn to pull back myself, right? Like, it's, it's okay, not everybody's, not, not everybody wants to get on stage, not everybody wants to to um, to be what I want them to be. I also have to stay in my lane. You know, hey, I'm going to encourage you, and I'm I am going to let you know that I see the confidence that you have and how great you are. And if you want a bigger challenge, I'm going to throw it out. But I'm throwing it out to the entire group, not you specifically. Right. I, I don't want I don't want anybody to feel like you know. Oh, hey, you know, so and so, you're not. What, why, why did you do that grapevine that way? It should have been bigger. Like, no, I, that's not what Dance Jam is about. Dance Jam is about expressing yourself, like I said, in your own, in, in your own way and, and being, the, being you and getting out of your head. So it started as Zumba. And then how did it evolve to Dance Jam? I mean, that, is that more your style of dancing? Is that more your music? Well, as I told you before, I was not very uh, comfortable with the merengue and the salsa and the and Zumba's very yeah, it's very Latin inspired. Hence the name Zumba, right? It's very Latin inspired, and I didn't know how to do. I, I mean, I pulled up YouTube videos, how-to videos. I, I mean, I did, and it just I felt it felt so. I learned how to do it, but it didn't feel authentic, right? And you also have to be Zumba certified to teach Zumba. So, um, ironically, I was Zumba certified. I paid, and it's a lot of, you know, it's an exorbitant amount of money, um, it, back then at least, to get Zumba uh, certified. And then you, um, you also have an additional fee of getting routines sent to you. So, but these are routines that, that are branded for them and, and, and unchangeable, kind of. You, you really can't change the routines. Now, I know you know at Lifetime, here at Lifetime Athletic, you guys are so hardcore when it comes to dancing and when it comes to just fitness in general that to keep to do the Zumba routines with two you guys as members to the team, 
the team would have been like, the members would have been like, no, what is going on? My heart rate's, I, I'm not sweating, right? You guys want something, y'all, you guys want to be challenged. Absolutely, 100%. Um, and Zumba ended up being a little bit too slow. So that's when I said, you know what, scratch Zumba. Um, and we changed the name, actually, to Latin Fusion. Latin Fusion, because I felt like I had more, I, Latin Fusion didn't have set routines, and that's when I decided to make it a remix. What I noticed about Zumba is at the end of every song, I would have one or two members leave. Every time, one or two members would leave. Because it would stop, the music would stop, there's that, that silence, and instead of grabbing water, they would grab their water bottle and walk out for whatever reason. So I said, you know what, I'm going to buy a remixing program, and I'm going to do an hour-long remix, and I'm going to change the name to Latin Fusion. It just came, I was, you know, I just, I was thinking through it, what would get me to stay? Well, easy, flawless transitions where the music doesn't stop. So I changed it to Latin Fusion, um, and the problem with that was the, the remix was 80% um, hip-hop um, and just in uh, like 20% Latin. So it was kind of like, <laughs> Latin Fusion really isn't uh, the, the right name for this. And so I realized there was also a dance jam. And I thought, you know what? That's it. That's the name. I can do Latin. I can do American. I can do, I can do whatever I want. I can hip-hop. I can do rap. And as you know, it's a very eclectic remix. It's not all hip-hop. It's not all Latin. Um, it, it's a very eclectic remix. So that's how the name Dance Jam came about. And we have a lot of flexibility in that name in, in terms of, yes, it's still an hour-long remix. I do still give breaks. But... Um, it's, it's, I have flexibility in that. Well, and you do, you, every month you add something new in there. It's, there's no, you're never going to get bored. I can assure you that not in, not in dance jam. You know, we, we've talked a lot about what dance jam is. And, and I know when the club was closed down, you made video after video so that people could, could keep their dance jam energy going on their own and I tried it it didn't work so well the dogs did not understand what I was doing in the kitchen but you know we're going to before we go to break what I'd like to do is just share a little bit of the music from a, from what a dance jam class sounds like because it, it it is amazing and you can feel the energy so take a take a minute listen to this and then we'll come back from break back 
after these messages. It's just hate it when someone starts a sentence by saying, don't take this the wrong way, but... According to Elizabeth Bernstein of the Wall Street Journal, we all do this on occasion. Some people refer to these phrases as tee-ups. That seems fitting. What do you do with a golf ball? You tee it up and then give it a giant wallop. Tee-ups like, to tell you the truth, supposedly soften the blow. But if you are taking the trouble to announce your honesty now, maybe you've been telling too many teradiddles, flummery, and fiblets. Being on the wrong side of a tee-up can be confusing for the listener. What are other words for confusion and frustration? Wouldn't dream and jargoggle. Maybe it would be best to try to remain pricknickety. That means totally above board and precise. It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. hear about the Ohio woman who received three speeding tickets in one hour? Three different officers had no idea that within an hour, they had all pulled over the same woman driving random tandem down the road. She was first pulled over for speeding at 11.40 p.m. About 10 minutes later, another officer stopped her for speeding wiki-wiki again on the same road. Less than an hour later, she was pulled over for the third time. In each case, she was driving a bit ramstam or reckless at more than 50 miles per hour in a 35 mile per hour zone. Oddly enough, she hadn't had a speeding ticket for six years. She explained each time that she just wasn't paying attention. I guess the third time wasn't a charm. What's another word for not paying attention? Travelaxing. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back. Now here is your host, Lee Richardson. So we're back and we left you guys on a really strong note because during the first half of the show, Bobby talked about how some of the music, you know, that she uses, she selects that salutes women. And then we, we actually played a little bit of clip from, uh, from that. And so Bobby, when you hear music, how do you put the right moves with it? How do you choreograph? Where do you get the, where do you get the inspiration, the, the ideas from? So uh, that's a great, great question. Um, that's, that's, that's a phenomenal question, Leah. Not many people ask me that question. That's funny. Uh, but I have a lot of people that send me, a lot of members send me songs. And they'll say, do a routine to this. And I'll listen to it. And I, you know, it, does, it doesn't hit me. There's nothing about it that's unique. There's nothing that, that, that I feel like uh, the entire team would like. I, I, it has to be something that has a message, or it has to have a driving beat, one or the other. You know, a message, like the salute song has both. A message about, you know, saluting women, and maybe you think we're just pretty things. You couldn't be more wrong, you know. Um, And we stand strong and we carry on, and when you think about all the things that that song represents going through life, you know, you stand strong and carry on. It relates to men, too. In fact, I think that I, I, I might. I think I said in that video, all my people, right, representing my people, because saying just women only go through things isn't necessarily an, an inclusive statement. Although it's, it's it's true, women do go through a lot. But 
the song has to hit me, number one. And then number two, I listen to it over and over and over again. So maybe ten times, and I try not to think, oh, I could do this, or I could do this, or I could do this. I just want to learn the song. Because if I don't learn the song and where the beats are and the different cadences are, then it's irrelevant. You have to know the song. And then from there, I'll go home and just I'll be cooking dinner or what have you. And I just start start playing around, just stepping around, doing doing whatever, just seeing what, what I feel goes with the song, what, what actually works with the song. I've learned one mistake, though, I used to make, Lee, was to try to make it Make the make the routine up in the car. Car dancing is completely different <laughs> than dancing on your feet. FYI, <laughs> don't ever try that. It's it's a really bad combination because you get on your feet. You're like, wait a minute, this is not what I thought it would be. But uh, yeah, I get home and I I I write out. I have pieces of paper in front of me, and then I write out the moves. Just throw them out what I liked in the song, and then I it's like putting the pieces of a puzzle together with the the beat drops with the words, with the different things. I don't, want, I don't like to do big movements when it's saying something deep, like, like, like that song was, uh, saying, you know, we stand strong and we carry on. I like to get low. We, were in a, we go to a squat in that and we get low and we get quiet because I, I want people to hear. You've got to stand strong. You've got to carry on. You know, even every song may not resonate with everybody. Every song is not going to be your favorite song. However, there are lyrics that at least 90% of the class can relate to. So choreography is a huge piece of it. But I, I want to tr- I try, I try to make it simple um, and, and relatable and understandable for everyone, but also add that other layer of if you want to add a turn here, turn here. If you don't, don't. And that's okay. But chore- I, I love... Uh, I, I love to choreograph a new routine. When I was when I was uh, young, I'm probably going too deep now. Lee, stop me if I'm going too deep. But I had a trampoline, and whenever uh, people would come over, um, and they had a you know a child, I would always take them outside, and we would literally I'd take my jam box outside, and I would choreograph a routine on my trampoline, and I'd say, when your parents get ready to leave, we're going to do this pro, this routine for them. So it's so interesting how it just comes full circle, right? So I'm still, <laughs> I don't have a trampoline or a jam box, but um, I have a studio and a stereo. And, um, yeah, choreography is just a, a huge part of it and making sure that it, it goes to every single level of uh, fitness. Wow, I mean, because that, the whole motor coordination, and I'm amazed at how you can you can think it that way. You know, you're thinking about, what part of your body is going to move and it go deep, go, go big. It's just, the brain is fascinating and the brain can do many things, but to integrate that whole body, brain, even spiritual, bringing all that together, that's, that's pretty impactful. Yeah. And I know uh, you were in class this morning, clearly, and I, I got emotional at the end of class and it was truly one of those, um, my body was tired. It was um, I had some challenges during 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 this week with teaching. It doesn't always go flawlessly. Um, and microphone challenges were, and it's really hard to emote all that energy. Really challenging. But um, the members and the team 
I could feel the energy when I, I call it energy tennis. When I need that energy, y'all hit it back to me. You know, because I'm always emoting and I'm never getting anything back. You get real like, oh, does anybody like this class? You know, but y'all were, y'all were bringing it all to me. And I was like, thank you. Because without a mic in that big room, it's hard, it's hard to do it, hard to emote energy, right? Um, so for my body, I was tired. And in my mind, I was trying to stay sharp and get out of my head and not think about the fact that, oh, my gosh, when are these mics coming in? Because not only for me, but for my, my team members that teach, right? And then also the last song I played was Hold My Hand because I don't want to walk on my own, right? I don't want to – I can't – because I don't want to walk alone. I can't do it on my own. And I just got so – my spirit was so full of gratefulness in that moment of, of just – thankful, just being thankful for people there to hold my hand. And that was you. And that was the person that was standing behind you. That was the person that was standing to the left of you and the front of you. You know, all of us at times in, in our community hold each other up. And I felt like you, the members held me up this morning, so I, it, it touched me. And then, of course, the last song was Hold My Hand, which is a very um, – a very deep song about I can't go through these tough times alone, so just hold my hand and hold me up. So that very much was a body, mind, and spirit um, reaction that I had in front of you guys. So, I, But then I had to, at the end of class, I didn't want you all to think anything. Else. I just want to thank you guys. The reason why I'm crying is because I'm grateful for, for, for you staying with me and being with me because some members will be like, ah, technical difficulties, I'm out of here, but I, not one person left. And I just, I was so honored and I really appreciated it. Well, you know, just you make the very point that dancing really does allow us to express ourselves and that the, a sense of community is found within the dance. So yeah. it's it's not just getting your good fitness workout. There's a lot more to it than that. And I think that, you know, I'm amazed when you look at people with neurological diseases like a stroke or Parkinson's disease, there's been studies that have come out and shown that dance therapy can help people with Parkinson's um, because it improves their motor function, their cognitive function, their mental symptoms. I mean, their overall quality of life. Um, and it's amazing to me that science is now looking to, to dance and we're becoming more intuitive and we're looking beyond the synthetic approaches that we can take you know instead of here let's take this take this medication let's I mean think about a little kid and when they learn how to tap dance what does that do to their self-confidence absolutely I I 100% agree with that Lee and it's and it's it's different but the same where I'll have um, someone that will run up to me on Sunday morning and go you will never believe this but I led a dance class, and I'm going, okay, great, how? Well, I was at a club with my girlfriend, and the song came on, and I taught them how to do blah, blah, blah. Now, like I said, different but the same because in th their brain, they, it just remembered it. And it was like, oh, no, here we do this, here we do this, here we do this. And no, 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 we're going to do this. And so they, it's interesting that your, your brain is so – it's such a, it's so incredible that you could be <laughs> on a dance floor at midnight and teaching people the very dance that you did 8.30 on Monday morning, right? But it's 
different but the same. And I hear that all the time. I was at a wedding party, and Pause came on by Pitbull, and we, I, I showed everybody how to do it, and we did it, and I felt great, and I, oh, it, was, it was wonderful, and they were wondering, how do you know how to do that? And, and people would be like, I don't even know how to remember it. I'm like, because you've done it over and over again. You, you know what I mean? That constant repetitive motion uh, and listening to that song, they just remember it. And teaching it to other people builds that confidence, and they're thinking, hey, you know, it's amazing. I love this alter ego I have. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and it's it's memory is a whole brain function, and it's not just remembering a song. It's remembering the dance steps. And if you're dancing with somebody, maybe you remember how you held your partner the right way, and you know how do you execute those terms? How do you recognize the beat? How do you move in tandem with somebody? Um, it's the rhythm of the music, and as you say over and over, moving on your own. Absolutely, yeah, just fine. It really is, um, like I said, movement. It's medicine, and I really believe in in that this class specifically builds people's confidence, and that's just on just, uh, just we're, we're just talking about a, a mental just mental health that builds your confidence. But when you think about, you know, as you stated before, the benefits of, you know, the several several, several muscle groups are moving together, right? You're, you're, you have that. You got, you're strengthening your lungs and your heart. And it's suitable for all ages um, because the music is clean. I make sure of that. But also the emotional skills that you're developing and you're expressing throughout the dance is, if you let go, which is right now, I find myself saying that a lot. Whatever it is that's stopping you from letting go and enjoying yourself, let go. Let go of that. Throw it down. Get it off of you. Because right now, you're here doing something for you. You're taking an hour to do something for you. Use that hour. Carve out that hour and do it for you. Don't hold back and worry about anything else. Because whatever you're worried about, I promise you, is still going to be there at, right at the end of this class. <laughs> I try. I don't say that. But whatever it is that, that is that is on your heart or that is bothering you, let it go for just an hour. And hopefully, go on. No, no, please finish. And hopefully when they walk out of that studio, there's a different feeling, right? I want you to be completely different that when you walked in and that problem you were talking to your friend about on the phone or you're in person, it seems lighter when you walk out. It seems sometimes, there are times where I have a complex things I have to do and I'm like, I will have epiphanies during class and go, oh, I got it now. I know exactly what I need to do in this situation um, because I got out of my head, right? I wasn't so focused on it. I step, took a big step back and had to focus on other things. And then I walked out of the room and I was like, wow, now I know exactly what to do and it doesn't seem like that big of a burden anymore. Now I'm lighter, I'm different. Well, and I think what it is, is, you know, dance is stimulating and that you stimulate that mental activity in the brain and that that makes the brain work better. Right. You're clicking on all cylinders at that time. Yeah, absolutely. That is so Mm -hmm. true. I I think it's I want people to feel empowered um, when they walk out of the room. And if they don't feel empowered, then I don't feel like I've done my job. Well, I think one thing I've noticed is, you know, there are people that come to the club and they'll they'll go get on a machine and they'll do their, 
their own thing. And and what I've seen with the dance jam is it really breaks up the isolation. It really, I've seen people watching it. You know, they're on the machines. They're Saturday morning. They're waiting for that class to start, and they're kind of looking at it. And I'll see them over the first week. They stay on the machine. The second week, they'll come into that that space because it breaks down the isolation. Yeah, and it, it it is about at the beginning because you know it it's that's the, my challenge as an instructor is how do I feed and 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 challenge my front I call them my front row right the the people that have been taking the class forever right and they they know the moves before I even do them. But they do need me to cue. It's, it's weird, but that's okay. That's fine. But they know the moves. They've been doing it for for years. But how do I reach the people in the back row who just now got the confidence to to step off that treadmill, right? And say, so, you know what? I can do this. I'm going to go in here and see see what I can do here. And just taking that step and finding comfort in the discomfort that you're going to feel because. I can go back to you and say, hey, listen, don't get in the back row. It doesn't matter. They're always going to get in the back row <laughs> because we do turn and face the back a lot, right? And the back row ends up being the front row, um, and that's okay. Um, but also just know the people that are in this class, they have a passion for this class, and they've been doing it for a while. So don't get discouraged. And I'm going to encourage you to keep coming back. And here are my, you know, here's my Facebook page. Here's my Instagram. Here's my YouTube there are all types of videos on there if you want to go go online and, and practice uh, before you come back. It's totally okay. You'll probably be fine, but just don't take yourself too seriously and know that I am so proud of you for even just coming to class. But it's going to take about five or six classes for you to understand exactly what is happening in this room. And it's the people that, yeah, it's just it's wonderful when I see you know them like i said they they learn it slowly they get it slowly and then next thing you know they're in the next row up and the next row up and the next row up so it's just a beautiful thing when you see that that confidence like i told you their body language completely changes they meet somebody in the room they ask them how to do a step they you know whatever i'll stay after with them on monday nights after the late class and teach them a step whatever it is, but it's just truly fascinating to me um, when, when I see people just getting that confidence and, and just sticking with it, getting off the, the, I call it the treadmill, not the treadmill. Um, I, I know a lot of people like the treadmill, so I apologize if, I'm, if I offended someone with that, but I just was, I'm never, I've never been a fan of the, the treadmill only because I could only be on it for like three minutes and then I'm out. So, um, so yeah, it's just, it's, it's great to see people grow um, into Dance Jam. And I always say, hey, you're, this is, this, in this class, you got to go through it, right? But you're going to grow through it. You're going to grow through it. You're going to grow. We don't just go through it, right? Because you're going to, the first time, first two times, you're going to feel like, what have I, what are these, who are these people and where did they come from, right? You're just going to grow into this. You're not going to just go through it. It's going to grow. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. Talk to me. So, well, you know, and you mentioned you do have an Instagram, you do have a Facebook, you have a YouTube channel where you and I know when the club was closed down, you put a lot of energy into get, making sure that you had things out there so that people could continue to do their dance jam and they could continue to stay connected. 
and I wasn't really good in my kitchen, but I know a lot, but I know a lot of people really enjoyed that and were able to do it. And, you know, there's so many people out there, like on Saturday, I'm going to go be meet with bind brain injury network of Dallas and help me. And those people, anybody can, can move and they can, they can learn how to turn and they can learn how to sweat, you know, to swing and, and for every brain needs movement. And if there's one message that I want people to remember from this show is you don't have to go to lifetime premier place. You don't have to, you know, take a class. You can go online. You can watch those videos. I mean, you said that's how you kind of learned to put dance jam together. Absolutely. And I, um, that is exactly what I did, Lee. I, I, I watched so many videos. But, yeah, during quarantine, I did do a lot of YouTube videos for the um, for my members and non-members. That, what was so funny was there was a lot of really non-members that would reach out to me and say, oh, my gosh, where do you teach? And I'll say, you know, Dallas, Lifetime Athletic at Premier Place. And they're going, oh, I live in Washington. I'm going, wow, how did you find me, right? Oh, my friend does your class. You know, so that those type of interactions are great. But my thing for doing that was, number one, I needed to stay in shape and stay, um, because it's hard to teach a dance class, an hour-long dance class, and cue, and, and make sure you're looking and encouraging. And it takes a lot. Of, your brain has to be clicking on all cylinders when you're doing that type of um, activity. But also, um, I wanted to keep our community together. I wanted to find a way to keep everybody, uh, to, to reach out and touch whoever who may just be sitting at home with the kids and the kids are driving them crazy, which I heard a lot of. Help me. The kids are driving me crazy. Can I come over and dance with you? Where then it just wasn't, I'm like, ah. I, my husband was like, no. <laughs> we don't know how they've been tested. You're going to take the temperature. That's asking too much, right? It was just everything. There were so many, uh, there was a lot of uncertainty back then. We didn't know what was going on with COVID. Uh, but I did want to connect in some way to the community and keep our, our dance community together. So I did those videos. But Lee, that was one of the hardest things I think I've ever done in my career because not having um, my members to – the energy tennis wasn't there, right? So, yes, I, I, I did it, and it was, but it was so – it was 50% harder than doing it in the studio. And it wasn't because I was out of shape. It was just because I didn't have that community. And my brain was going, wait, 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 wait. You want me to do this to a phone? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm not doing this. Like, no, this is not. No, we're supposed to have people behind me or in front of me to do this. And it, it was interesting. It was a stretch. And every every video got easier and easier, right? But it was it was very tough uh, for me for me to do that. So I understand that being and, and people would say this is not the same as being with you. But I appreciate you doing this, and I'm still gonna dance to it. So it was it was. It was challenging, but it was a fun. Um, it was it was an interesting uh, in, insight to myself, kind of. Whereas, like, I really do. This is why I am a studio manager and why I, I love group fitness. I have to have people around me um, and that that sense of community. Well, and I mean, I could not believe the amount of energy you put into that, and I, and I so admire and respect that because it wasn't just for you. I mean, at first I thought, oh, that's great. You know, she's doing it to, you know, for herself. But it really wasn't for you. It was for everybody else. 
Absolutely. I, and I always say to the class, I am an only child. You guys are my family. You, we, are, I, we are a fit family. I, I really believe that, and everybody's welcome in the fit fam. Um, but, it, it, yeah, that, it wasn't. I, I love dancing, but, and I, I truly do. But I, I, I would not put makeup, do hair, <laughs> you know, put on the workout clothes and set up a camera and a ring light just to, you know, just to dance uh, for myself. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was definitely doing it just to stay connected. And, and and that was just a really tough time for us all. I know a few people really, they, they, lo- they loved quarantine. I was not one of them. I was going insane. So um, it, it was therapeutic for me, and that is actually when I started calling it, this is our therapy, guys. This is dance therapy. Get out of your head and let's just dance for 20 minutes. That's why I only did 20-minute videos. I didn't do an hour long. There was no way. But only 20-minute videos. I post one a week. And, you know, the feedback I got from that and just being, it's dance therapy, and I'm going to see you soon. And we are going to come through the other side. We're going to grow through this time, not go through it. Let's go and dance and get out of our heads for 20 minutes. So um, it was it was helpful to members, but it, I think it was more impactful for me. <laughs> I really do, because I really grew through it in terms of teaching and working out by myself for other people, but still um, working out by myself alone in my apartment going, oh, my gosh, this is tough. <laughs> Who made up this class? This is a really tough class. <laughs> There's only one person to blame for that. I know. <laughs> That's I know. You know, but you know, I I can tell when I've walked in there. Sometimes people come in the room stressed. They're stressed out, and the dancing it's a it's a joy. It distracts them. It calms anxiety, and the and the music it's fun. You know, so it's it's stress management. It's motivation. It's it improves your mood. I mean, and I honestly, think it, just on a physical level, I think it gives you better posture. And I think my balance has gotten a little bit better. I've certain I got a lot of work to do there, but but it, it improves so many things. And you know, I encourage people that are out there. You know, if if they wanted to watch some of your videos, how would they find you on Facebook? How would they find you on Instagram? How would they find your U channel, YouTube channel? Absolutely. So on Facebook, I'm Bobby B O B B I E Williams on. Instagram, I'm at Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E-A Williams. My middle name is Ann, Bobby A. Williams. And then on YouTube, I believe I'm Bobby Williams as well. I'm just going to double-check that just to make sure Bobby Williams, yes. So, um, and all of those um, handles, there's YouTube is the only one where I have on athletic wear. So I try to be a little glamorous on my social media so you you guys can see the other uh, side of Bobby <laughs> so that there's just not, I'm not always in, you know, Lululemon or athletic wear. I try to be a little, I try to get a little cute for you guys on social media. <laughs> well, I but, can guarantee um, you guys, she gets, she gets very cute. And, well, look, and it just, just shines through. And, you know, we're going to close the show, but what I want to leave you with is just to, just think about what it sounds like to do a little dance jam. Got me <laughs> 
like this, visit us on iTunes, Google Play, Toginet, Stitcher, iHeartRadio,